Yo. Yo. What's new? Check. Check. One. Testing. Check. Check. Need more reverb up on uh, station number three? I can't hear the snare in Bob's headphones. Chizek. Check. <sighs> Mad Danger music. We'll start out with a Mad Danger jam again. All right. Uh-huh. He's been posting a lot lately. We can talk about that, too. I don't know that. Oh, I yeah, quit yeah, Facebook. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Twitter Jesus war. Twitter Jones. war. Oh, my gosh. This hair looks ridiculous. Down. Hello, hello.
tu mettras la la. Go, Bob. It's 8 o'clock. It's Friday. Andy, you there? <laughs> I played this for the Twitter war. Oh, nice. Technically, when does that start? Midnight tomorrow. Tomorrow midnight. Yeah. And it All gets right. over uh, Sunday night, next Sunday night at midnight. Next I noticed Sunday. another thing, Andy. You seem to enjoy this. Oh, you touch my tra la I don't even know what that's from. I have no idea either. It just showed up on buttons. Yeah. Thinking about making that a ringtone. <laughs> Before we get started, though, uh, we have a special guest. The Getch is coming back. Oh, yeah. Welcome Getch. back. Here, let me thank move the mic down much. in front of you. There. Very good to be back. It's been a while. You're one of our first guests. I don't remember which show it was, but uh, two. I think it was actually I think two. I just threw that out there. I have a promo that you did while you're in here. That's one of my favorites, and we've played it a lot. Let me see if I can find it here. The macho uh, gets. Yeah, oh. I love that one. I love it. That's how it all started. I think it's a fan favorite. At least I'm a fan of it, and it's my favorite. Uh, but welcome back. It's good to have you back here. It's good to be here. You guys have grown. Yeah, we have. That's been... How long have we been doing this now? Yeah, like we're three not, years? We're not in a basement anymore. Nope. The oh, weird thing is we moved from a basement to a basement and then to an upstairs. And now over here. You guys yeah. started in what, 92? I think so, roughly. Roughly 92. 1892 was a good year. <laughs> Plethora of heat. Which is nice. Yeah, I can't seem to find the Macho Getch. I played a million times and I can't find it. Can you just do Macho Getch for us? A, a million. <laughs> I wouldn't be the Macho Getch if I didn't. <laughs> Freak out. <laughs> I was blown up walking up the stairs. <laughs> I didn't realize you guys were this far up. It's good to be here. It is quite a hike up the stairs, isn't it? It's like it? cozy in. It was, yeah. It's <laughs> like That's worth the in. walk. That's worth the walk. <laughs> a little, little gem nobody knows about. Oh, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, Twitter War starts tomorrow night. We changed up the rules a little bit. In the past, we've done it where we had a draft. Like, tonight would be the draft, but we're foregoing the draft this year. And we're going straight to the Twitter War. I may have done my own private draft. I may have done that a little bit, too. Yeah. And uh, did you go through and pick up some what you would deem to be easy targets, possibly? Um, not so much easy. I just went for uh, ones that I thought were fun. Yeah. So, Like what? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do we need to talk just about it? Curious. <laughs> patience too much. If anybody doesn't know what that is, what we're doing, what we do is we go on Twitter for one week and we uh, try to get people to retweet us, verified celebrity accounts, not business accounts, try to get them to retweet, mention, or friend us, or follow, excuse me. And if they do, you get points based on that. Um, Andy, you want to bring up the rules quick? 
I don't know if you have them handy. I, um, do I have the rules? I can't go so on Facebook. Was there Facebook like an A-lister, B-lister type thing? Like, you know, this, oh, is, this person's an A-lister. That's 500 <clears throat> points. Kind of, yes. But, now, what we know. did in the past was like a retweet was 10 points, uh, follow 20, whatever. Now we're doing it based on yeah. how many followers the account has. Yep. Ooh. Actually, we're just switching it. It's going to be a Facebook war this time. <laughs> and, uh, I was curious, sorry, like, what, what a Tila Tequila would get, you know? She has, well, she let me DNA? tell you what she would get. Let me. Uh, Is she even still around? Did the Illuminati get her? Or that's actually a really good account to probably get because she's probably a little desperate for attention. Oh man, and she's batshit crazy. Now, what was her name? Te- Tila Tequila. Tequila. Is it T E L M? I'm sh- yes. I'll just wing it. The only other Tila I ever met was He-Man and <laughs> Tila. So I'm t- I would T-E-L-A. There was a, a Tila and He-Man? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, Why don't was, I remember that? She was the uh, the only female toy that you could have yeah. back in my day. If you had Barbie, you was weird. But if you had Tila, it was cool. Right. Because she was an action figure. I think I had Evil Lynn. Evil Lynn. Was another. Yeah. Was another. Tila. You ever, dated her, too. Did you ever get into, like, uh, they had that spinoff show, and there was, uh, like, the She-Ra spinoff, oh. and there was Hordak. Hordak. Oh, yeah. I had Hordak. I had, like, uh, I had Stinkor. He was the He-Man that smelled. <laughs> what, was it Stinkor or was it Skunkor? Skunk, might have been Skunkor or Stinkor. <laughs> Because I think I had him, too. Then there was Fisto and... Whoa, whoa. Whoa, skip a family show. Whoa. Family show. <laughs> <laughs> he was only released in, in Japan, but... Wasn't there three versions? Like Fistor 1, Fistor 2? <laughs> yeah, I heard they got a new one that just came out. Fistor. Fistor goes to... <laughs> Cut Fistor, uncut Fistor. Goes to... It's horrible. Oh, here we go. Tila Tequila, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah, there she is. She's a singer, apparently, too, now. Oh! I guess. So I'm going to check her Twitter account here. Now, let's say one were to get Tila Tequila. And if you're wondering what her Twitter is, it's at the real Tila, T I L A. Oh, boy. She, let's see here, drum roll. It's going to be. 250,000. If you got one, a favorite from her, you would get 31,000 points. Oh, yeah. wow. God. She has thirty-one thousand followers, but oh, let's point. say, let's say you are to get a favorite from, um, let's say William Shatner. Oh, all right. So for Tila, you would get Bill. the thirty-one thousand points, but if you got a favorite from Mr. Bill Shatner, you would get two million points. So you can see there's quite a bit difference. So what you want to do is you want to get stuff from. The people with the most followers for the biggest point value. I believe what we got is this time for scoring a favorite is one times their followers. Yeah, here we go. Well, I got the rules. You up. got it up. Oh, All good. right, here good. we go. Twitter War 2015 rules. No draft. Number That's right. One. No draft. Broke. Um, Broke. No <laughs> no hashtag bonuses. That's right. One year last year. <laughs> We got bonus points for if you had a hashtag OMP or walk-off or Mevi or various things. But this, like year, this year could have been hashtag SP. Possibly. S- sweet, yeah. Sweet, yeah. Yes, sweet yes. P. But no, not this year. Not this year. No. Uh, no corporate accounts. No. Last year, people kept getting corporate accounts, and the guy that was keeping score, which was me, 
didn't have time to tweet because people were scoring so much. Yeah, and then uh, okay, and then we got uh, each player can only score one time per verified account. Mm-hmm. That's a no-brainer. Well, now last year again we didn't <laughs> do that. Well, we'll get to I'll get to that on the last rule that we have. But highest points scored will count. That's right. So if you get a favorite and a retweet, you only get points for the retweet. And you can't score on verified accounts of people that you personally know. That's right. Because Andy knows verified accounts. Uh, Dick Bodock, our Irish friend, also has friends, legit friends, who are verified. So it wouldn't be fair if they just, you know, yeah. soak those up. Calling in a ringer. Right. Yeah, no friends. Um, I love the, I love this one. Any attempt at getting Kevin Jupina to do anything will result in a disqualification. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kevin Jupina or Jupina or however the heck you He's say on his that name. show Bering Sea Children. Right, Bering Sea Twitter War Ruiner. Last year, he's a verified account. He's on Bering Sea Gold, and somebody discovered him. I think Dick Bodock discovered that this dude will retweet and answer everything. Nothing going on in Ohio, I think? I think so. Yeah. So he, everybody started running up their scores with this guy, and it pissed me off so much. He ended up contacting us. He wanted to do the podcast, and I'm like, no. I have no <laughs> desire to talk to that guy. Snubbed. I was so mad at him. But... But I'm verified. Yeah, he was verified with like 800 followers at the time. He's got quite a few now, but at the time he didn't have anybody. But, yeah, he sends us a message. He's like, let's talk about getting something together for this OMP or whatever. It's like, uh, We already did. No thanks. <laughs> Go back to Alaska. A. So. <laughs> and no thanks, KJ. <laughs> yeah. You're not SP enough. All right. <laughs> Then we Unless got, it's salty. Uh, right. <laughs> scoring is based on followers. Number of followers that uh, verified account has multiplied by the number below equals your score. So a favorite is one time, a mention two times, retweet three times, and a follow four times. Four times the points. So a William Shatner follower would be eight million points. <laughs> That's what you want. Blocks do not count? No. I didn't do points for blocks just because we never get any blocks. Yeah. Nobody ever goes from. It's really hard to get somebody to block you. And no DMs. That's right. For those of you that don't know what a DM is, it's a direct message. And funny funny story, last year Virtual Mevi changed his picture to a girl, a hot girl, and got people direct messaging him. I'm not going to say Colin Quinn's name, but Colin Quinn was direct messaging him, <laughs> basically trying to pick him up. Yeah. He was giving him the old... Remote uh, control code? Mantau, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mantau Teo. Or, uh, yeah, he was like... I heard he actually flew him out, which is weird. <laughs> I, I don't know. Got there and Mevy was like, yeah, this is me. How are you? <laughs> Never said I was a girl. Surprise! <laughs> so, yeah, and then uh, actually Bodoc had a couple people direct messaging him, too. Uh, people from... Some gas alley garage or something like that. You ever heard Grease of that? Monkey garage or yeah, maybe something. Like, something like yeah, that. there's some six, six of them on at any given time. Yeah, they're DM them. Something yeah. fierce. But I didn't get any DMs. Although I'm a little irritated. Uh, Tom Green recently unfollowed me. Really? So F him. 
What do you have to do right. well, to, to upset Tom Green? I, I don't mean, know. Literally. The only thing I can think of is he Except must have ignored, cleaned up his list. Let's say he ignored him. I don't know. He's blocked from my account, though, now. Oh, good. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to go home right now, and he's oh, off wow. mine, too. Yeah, maybe next time, Tom. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So, you, what was your strategy for doing your little pick? You said that your uh, your little draft thing that you kind of did, but not really. Like, I didn't want to pick some of the same people, right? Yeah, you know, me either. I was kind of getting sick of those guys. So I'll tell you what I did is I went on an account of somebody I know, a verified celebrity that I know that tweets a lot, mm-hmm. and I just went down his list because I knew he would probably only follow other verified accounts that tweet a lot, mm-hmm. and I followed a bunch of people that he's following. Oh man! And I've been practicing. I tried a couple. I dipped my toes I saw, in the water. I saw you were getting a little Test warmed tweets. up. Yeah, just a little bit. Just test. See, see what I can get. Getting a little warmed up. Yeah, yeah. Nothing big, but you know. Yeah, I might. I might, I might, have, have, a, I might have Roseanne yeah. Barr on my radar. Who? Who? Who doesn't? Right. <laughs> I mean, really. I might have uh, fake Vin Diesel on my. Uh, oh, really? Now is that verified? <laughs> it's not verified, but. Fake Vin Diesel actually followed me. I don't know if I get bragging rights for this or not, but fake Tim Tebow has tweeted me and retweeted me a couple times. Ooh. My favorite Twitter account right now is Pete Carroll's Gum. I noticed that you would, like, uh, tag Pete Carroll's (laughs) Gum every once in a while. I think that's hilarious. (laughs) So that's exciting. That'll be tomorrow night at midnight that'll start. So all day Sunday tweeting. Oh, man. All day until the following Sunday at midnight is when they get your final tweets in. Now, not last year, but the year before, I won it on a tweet, a retweet that I got at like 11.58 before it got over with. So was, this, this has all the drama of, you know, the draft, the combines. Yeah. I mean, they're we, nothing. We've had fun with the drafts in the past where uh, we had a chat room open and then we took turns, like people would... You'd be like, you get two minutes to draft, <laughs> and then somebody would pick a verified account. And then we always, last year, I think we drafted with four people, five maybe, and then by the end, yeah. about nine, eight or nine people were doing it because people just jumped on and started going around, going around with us. But it was a lot of fun last year. It was very consuming. But did we do two weeks last year? I think that's what made us shut it down to a week. I think it went like a month. I <laughs> yeah, know. it felt like it, didn't it? It was a long time. It it felt like the first Twitter where we did, we didn't have a time limit. We just went and, and then finally called it quits because it got, it's exhausting. But So we got that going. That's a big deal. Uh, yeah, so check that out. Uh, if, you don't, if you're not a fan of our Facebook page, check that out because we'll be putting uh, all of the pictures, all the tweets and everything that we get up on there, all the verified point scoring tweets, and there'll be point scoring updates as the week goes on. No, you gave up uh, FB. Mm-hmm. Um, for uh, for lentil, it's part of my Lenten journey. Is I gave up Facebook, my personal account. Yeah. So uh, Tuesday night, I posted my last Facebook message, which I've got a lot of pretty funny feedback, and I knew I would from that. Uh, a friend of mine at work said, "You're really gonna stay off Facebook?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, <laughs> I get a little sick of Facebook. Why not give it up for like forty, sixty days, whatever. And he goes, everything else you put on Facebook is bullshit, but this is going to be the one true thing that you put on there. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see, yeah. But it's been an interesting week without Facebook because I oh. I didn't realize how much I checked Facebook until I decided that I wasn't going to use it anymore. 
And not only do I check Facebook, but I unconsciously check it. Mm. Dropped my kids off at school the other day. I get in my car, grab my phone to check my email mm-hmm. without even thinking, boom, I got Facebook open. Oh, man. Weird. But I was logged in as my cat's account, so I couldn't. I'm still <laughs> not checking mine. Sure, sure. But it's been interesting. Like, I'm bored now. Like, when I'm just sitting at home doing nothing. So how long does Lent run for now? goes until the first Saturday of April. Let me just give you a quick recap here. No activity. so No activity what? On your page. Well, my what? page, there is absolutely no activity because when people post stuff to me, I have to approve it. Oh. So I have a queue waiting for me when I get back of stuff I'll have to approve. You're never going to get through that list. <laughs> I might start sending you stuff now. <laughs> on the phone now. <laughs> I've heard that a brother of mine is starting a campaign to get me to come onto Facebook so I go to hell. Really? Yeah. For not keeping with my uh, oh, my well. Lenten promise. Here, Bob, let me plug you in. That's why for Lent I decided to give up even trying to give up something. And I said, you know, I'm not even going to lie anymore. All right, go give ahead, Bob. Oh. I'm just oh. going to give up trying. Oh, there you go. I feel like I can accomplish that one. That's a way to go. It might help. Oh, there you go, Bob. Oh, Bob Keith, everybody. Mark Zuckerberg. I think I can speak for Mark Zuckerberg when uh, he thinks he's going to text you that you're an ass. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. <laughs> going to be upset I'm ruining his thing. So if you want to get a hold of Chad, he's on Twitter, at Chad Sheridan. Or if you're friends with my wife, post on her page and do hashtag <laughs> show this to Chad. That's what a lot of people have been doing. Uh, I, but, yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed it so far, to be honest with you. Mainly the people harassing my wife and sending her stuff, and that's a good time. I came home from work the first day. She's like, your friends are funny. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is wife code for your friends are not funny. Yeah, I think she kind of got a kick out of it. The one picture of the x-ray where the, you could see the guy's penis she thought was pretty funny. and then That was pretty creative. There was a corndog one that was pretty good. There was a lot of them that were really good, actually. Mm. But A lot of... Uh, Questionable content in those pictures. I don't know what that was all about, ooh, but ooh. I'm gonna check. The, let's see what the UStream feeds look like. I had a busy week uh, last weekend. I did the polar plunge. We were kind of talking about that a little bit up in Whitewater, Bob. Yes. Now, how did you? Uh, how did you survive? Because it was minus like what twenty three, twenty six with the wind. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. And, and like a lot of people, uh, bugged out on you, I hear. All of our photographers did. All of the non-jumpers bailed on us. Whoa, did no one got footage of this? Nothing. Oh, really? Didn't happen. You were doing the heavy lifting and you <laughs> showed up. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Everybody oh, toting a light load. They just like blew it off, sat in the bar. They didn't even sit in the bar. Nobody even came with us. It was too cold for the car ride, too, apparently. But... Um, well, here's what I did that day. It was like negative 20 wind chill. It was terrible. It was super cold. Where are you at? This is in Whitewater that we did it. Um, but that morning, uh, my daughter had a basketball game, so I wore my swim trunks and then just like tear away Adidas pants, you know. Uh-huh. I wore that outside in a T-shirt. I kept myself as cold as possible. So I'm like, I want to take some of the sting off when I jump <laughs> into like the water. Seems like a sound strategy. Yeah. I had my air conditioner on in my car, <laughs> had the windows cracked. Everywhere I went, I tried to keep as cold as possible. I did drink coffee, but if I don't want to get a headache, you know, so it's medicinal. Sure, sure. So the whole time, I'm as careful as I can be. I get to Whitewater, and 
it's on the lake there, and not only is it on the lake, but wide open, no trees anywhere to block the wind, so the wind is just... You can barely walk. It's blowing so hard as I'm walking up, but I'm like, I'm going to stick. I'm not putting a coat on. I'm going to stay. I did have gloves on because I didn't want my fingers to get too cold. And uh, so we register, and I'm like, I can't believe they're doing this. So again, they have a chili cook-off. I did eat the chili, but as soon as I got done, I went right outside. I'm like, I got to make sure I'm really preparing for this. We went to a bar to get a drink across the street. Remember what the name of that bar was? No, but it was really expensive. Brass Rail? Yeah, it might have been something like that. But uh, So we go there, and the guys, I'm going to take it a beer, but I'm like, give me a shot of JMO. <laughs> I'm like, I really got to prime the pump here. So I drink my shot of Jameson, and I'm sitting there, and that starts to, you know, kind of kick in a little bit. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm like, let's do this. Oh, man. I'm pumped. We're getting close to the time. So we head over there. I'm like, I just want to jump in. I'm not worried about it at all. So we go. Uh, it's coming up to our time, and they're just rushing people through. They're like, come on, hurry up. They want everybody through. They have uh, fire rescue people in the water in Gumby suits so they don't get yeah. cold, you know, to drag people out. I don't have any people. There was a few hundred that jumped. Jeez. Ambulance on hand? People, oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of people showed up. But that was about it. Not a lot of spectators. But So we're there, and the guy that we're jumping with, he sees his aunt and uncle, and I'm like, oh, cool, let's have them take the pics. Somebody's got it. I was going to bring a GoPro, but a guy I was going to borrow it from forgot to bring it. And uh, So we go into the tent, get our swim trunks on and everything. I take my clothes off, just down in my skivvies, you know. Now, and, did uh, a certain... Uh friend of ours go skins we all had shirts on okay we had uh our work shirts on our janesville community radio work shirts yeah mm-hmm. so we go up there and i'm like let's do this i am pumped i'm ready he goes to, our buddy goes to find his aunt and uncle but he can't find them and then the people that are arranging the whole jump thing they're like come on let's go let's go let's go so i'm like let's just go i'm like there's a million people taking pictures we'll find a picture of us Somebody tag you in something. Somebody's got to have something. I mean, there was, it was like everybody that would jump. You're, I mean, everything's going up. So we get up there, and uh, <laughs> I'm back away, and the guy's like, get up there. He's like, no jumping in or no running. I'm like, I'm not going to run. <laughs> I'm making sure my footing is good so I don't fall because there's ice everywhere. Are you barefoot at this point? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. No, we had to, you had to wear shoes in. Okay. I wish I was barefoot, but. So I had shoes, I had my swim trunks, and then a T-shirt on. So I get up there, and uh, they're like, all right, whenever you're ready. I'm like, well, I'm going to make this count. So I do a cannonball into the water. And when I got into the water, I learned something that I didn't know, and that was I didn't realize I could be that cold. (laughs) It was horrible. I mean, it was like, my dad always says it will take your breath away, but it was so much more violent than that. Mm-hmm. It was. Did, you, did your chest actually cave in a little bit? It. I don't even know. It was just. It's just my brain immediately was like, "Get out! Oh, wow. Get out of here as fast as you can!" So I come out, and I'm. So I'm farthest away from the ladder. So I got three other people that got to get out first, <laughs> and I come up, and I'm just. I open my eyes, and the water's just pouring down my face, and like can't feel my arms or my legs, and I'm like, I got to get the hell out of here quick, so. How'd you know where the hole was to get back out? Were you a tether? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get up, and I start trying to make my way, and the lady in the Gumby suit grabs me, and she's like, slow down. She's like, slow down, hold on, hold on, settle down. And I'm like, all right, okay, okay. So we finally get out, and we take off running for the tent to where you got to change, because luckily they put it really far away. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
So we're running in the winds. <laughs> and I can feel like there's uh, ice on my face from where the water. I mean, You're it was literally that cold. cryogenically freezing at this point. It was horrible. <laughs> were you guys like immediately trying to rub two sticks together? I <laughs> in the changing start. tent. Yes. <laughs> get a fire started. So we get. <laughs> As I'm running back to the tent, it's chaos everywhere. There's so many people, and these two people are in my way, and there's just mounds of snow everywhere else. And I'm, I came about this close to just barreling them down because I just I had oh, to get out man. of that wind. It was so cold. Then when I got into the tent, I just stood there like with my wet clothes on because I was just so grateful to not be in the wind anymore. Oh, and I didn't even know where to start to take my clothes off. Yeah. And I couldn't feel my hands. I couldn't feel anything. I mean, it was like everything hurt. You know how when you're out in the cold and like too long and your ears have that feeling? It was like that everywhere. Wow. And I'm like, this is terrible. So we got changed, and it was still really I still feel like I'm cold from it. But we go back out there to watch some of the people jump in. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, these people, they don't know what they're in for. <laughs> they have no clue. I want to see their pain. Yes. And the first guy we watched, I thought he was going to die. He was dressed as a Cupid. So he he goes up there and he's doing this whole song and dance thing and he he hands one of the firefighters in the water a bow and arrow and he's like shoot me so so he thought this through oh yeah he rehearsed at one point somewhere this thing and then guaranteed he did he He thought about this through his mind and he's. I can guarantee he thought, I'm going to fall in that water, and people are going to go crazy. And I'm Shut gonna up, Mom. I'm rehearsing. Putting my hands up, saying, yeah, you know. So they do the thing. like They shoot at him, and then he kind of spins around and puts his hand on his heart, and he's like, ugh. And he falls, oh, falls backwards into the water, and he comes up, and he looks like this. <laughs> and he, he's just like, looks like he has no clue where he's at, and he can't. He can't tell what's left and right. He starts walking the wrong way. I would have shot him with another arrow. (laughs) Put him out of his misery. Well, he's at first. I thought he was kidding. I'm saving you. I thought, is this guy joking? And he's because he starts walking the wrong way, and all of a sudden, the person, the firefighter that shot him with the arrow, grabs him and turns him around. And he he can't. He's just like kind of swaying. He can't. He's like this way, stupid. I mean, Cupid. (laughs) Cupid. So they finally get him to the ladder and have to hoist him up, and then somebody had to actually escort him back to the tent because he was just out of it. It shocked him so oh, bad. Man. But uh, will he? We we do it next year? No. No. Okay. Uh-uh. No. In fact, I said I'm. I won't ever say no. I guess. But if I sign up, it's not going to be until right. I got to see the forecast. <laughs> yeah. There's no way I'm going to do it on one of the coldest days of the year again. That was ridiculous. So there's and, and, there's and no the, need to do a little tweak first. They had it broke oh, off. Kind well, of. that's the first thing everybody asks is like, hey, "Did your testicles freeze off?" <laughs> it was honestly got the least of my worries. I didn't even care if they were froze off. I just, I'm and like, they, I'm gonna they, die. They, they were, they were frozen. Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. They're gone before that. But um, I'm like, I'm gonna die if I don't get out of here. I don't. I can leave my balls anywhere. I just got to get out of this wind. It was terrible. But I got a shirt. All right. Well, so, what was the cause? Right. Was there a cause? Special or Olympics. Spe- that, then good enough. Just it for was, a good cause. It was, it was worth it. That's why a lot of people are like, don't do it. You're stupid if you're going to do it. You know, and I'm like, well, I already said I would. It's for a good cause. I raised money for it. And supposedly, you'd still get the money no matter what. But I'd still. rather be stupid than a sissy. Yeah. At least I did it. And that's another thing I said to the people that we did it with. I'm like, well, it was terrible. It was super hot. But, or uh, super cold, not hot. <laughs> I got distracted. That's how cold it was. It was somebody, hot. Somebody in the chat room said, good here and getch back on the podcast. Oh, but, um, 
but at least it was the worst day possible. That way, when we tell people that we did it, they're not going to be like, oh, you know what my my cousin did? I'd be like, man, it's not the same. Yeah, no, bra. Yeah, nice try. The ice bucket challenge. That uh... For some reason, I thought it was going to be similar to that. <laughs> I was way off. I actually, I thought that the ice bucket challenge was going to be until I realized that a whole grouping of the ice cubes had lumped together and came out in one giant kablam on my melon. Then I needed the ice. The ice block challenge. (laughs) So so later on, I started my own little thing to sponsor me, my head wound challenge. Start start a com to not do that again. Go fund me. Oh, yeah. So that was an experience. So next we're going to go skydiving. That's going to be our next Yeah, what thing. could go wrong there? I right. Mean, we survived yeah, the ice water. You're good. At least it'll be warm. Aim oh, for the ice man. water. Yeah, there the you hole. go. Aim for the hole. <laughs> yeah. Bob, you ever done skydiving? I have not. No? Would you want to? Uh, no, uh, I prefer to just uh, prattle on the radio, uh, internet radio. Hmm. Uh, there's like uh, very little heavy lifting, and we usually have a big bank of picture windows. That's true. Yeah. Actually, looking out your window here, that's I just not a no. I saw somebody get mugged <laughs> at the bus depot. That, that wasn't that's a no. A definitive oh, no. Yep. Somebody just got mugged. <laughs> I think there's a car getting stolen over there. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> there is a random car over at the bus station. <laughs> That's You're cr- doing it wrong. That's the crack dealer. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Getch, what have you been up to the last two uh, years? Same stuff, you know. Uh, still working, still still reffing. Uh, spend a lot of time working with the boys. They're keeping me extra busy, a ton. Didn't one of them just fight like last weekend? Uh, actually, both of them just just competed at the um, Illinois State Grappling. Championships, so it's a submission grappling championships. I thought I, I saw that. I think Pat Pat posted something. I actually had it was uh, Marshall and Sebastian were there again, and then my third son Lucian had his very first tournament. So it was actually uh-huh. he didn't you know not like a small little house in house kind of a thing. It was a it was a it was a kind of a big deal. About the second biggest tournament you can go to in the area. How they and do? That, uh, Lucian actually had ten matches. Uh, for his first run, it was oh, it was yeah. pretty impressive. He brought back uh, two two bronzes and a silver. Sebastian had to move up in weight class. He he usually does. There's not a lot of kids at his weight class and in his level, so he usually goes up. And uh, he brought back two two bronzes, and then uh, Marshall swept and took tournament championships. So he brought back two golds and then two tournament championships. Wow. So he he did he had a a good day. In fact, it's it's we were just going back over the the record books, you know, and looking back at everything and Marshall has not lost a tournament in about a year and about a month. So like a oh, year wow. year month, year and two months, something like that. He hasn't lost a single single match. He did, however, just have his first wrestling match Tuesday. Uh he after that tournament decided he wanted to wrestle for the uh, Marshall Middle School here. Oh, okay, yeah. So he, he went up to the coach and uh, was kind of funny. He, he goes up to the coach after a scrimmage. He went to watch, and the coach says, hey, you know, Marshall, how's it going? What are you doing here? He said, oh, I'm just here, you know, represent, help my friends are here. And just and the coach asked him, he's like, well, what would you think? He, you know, he 
it might be something you're interested in. Maybe next year, if you want, you can come out. And Marshall says, honestly, I was kind of thinking maybe I could still do it now. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I swear to you, the coach just kind of looks over and gives one of these, yes. <laughs> and he's like, you, and he goes and he gets the paperwork. So, Marshall, we signed him up Friday. He couldn't, we didn't get all the stuff in, so he couldn't actually have his first practice until Monday. Yeah. So we signed him up Friday and told him, yes, you know, you got to take it serious. And he really wants to do it. I think it's one of those, I think, you know, with, with what he does and what the boys do, they don't get a lot of recognition at school for it. We don't really let them brag about it too much. It's, it, you know, and especially in middle school, it could attract the wrong attention. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So uh, we don't really let him, you know, talk too much about it. Of course, they're all over the YouTube and stuff, so you can – the, the kids see it anyway. Yeah. But uh, we, I think it's just a kind of a, these are my friends, they're my age group, I kind of want a little recognition at school. So, uh, you know, go ahead and give it a shot. Monday's first practice, coach tells him, Tuesday you can go to the first meet. We'll, we'll send you in. Uh, he ended up taking second. Took, he went out for his first match. Uh, guy got a couple points on him. And then I think Marshall was kind of confused Got DQ'd for the rear naked choke. Yeah. We that was my biggest concern <laughs> is that he was gonna Is it hard for him not to throw on a getcha team? It is. It is. He you can see it. They uh I was worried he was gonna break somebody. Right. And that would be that, you know, but I really he he really wants to compete and you know, where they train over there at Fearless, they they have a strong set of skills and they don't they aren't just one dimensional. So he's he's come across wrestling before. It's it's interesting because he's all the boys and Marshall and Sebastian, but they they've spent the last five years neutralizing wrestlers. Yeah. So basically, with their hands or with their their jujitsu, and for him to want to take this step to actually you know go in and learn wrestling was was welcome for me. I wrestled, I enjoyed it. Oh, awesome. I uh, I was glad to see him do it and want to do it. So it, it's it's fun. It, it's amazing. I haven't been to a, a wrestling tournament and. 20 plus years, you know, it's the last time I've actually been to a legitimate amateur wrestling tournament. And uh, I swear it's the same parents <laughs> yeah. screaming the same things, yeah. the same coaches yelling the same, th- you know, it hasn't, it, nothing has changed. It's just like it was. My kids do basketball and it's exactly just like when I was a kid at the Y, it's almost like everything is identical. Mm-hmm. There's still that one heavy kid that like, shoots while people are practicing and then there's the parents that take it too serious oh there was i thought <laughs> there was the one be, kid that's really good and i thought there was going to be brawls i thought it just i think um you know given given being a referee for for wrestling i hear i've i've managed to i hear everything everybody says but i've managed to listen, don't ever listen to it so i still pick yeah. up everything but I could not believe some of the things that these these mothers were saying, and it's <laughs> yeah. just screaming, at, you know, and yelling at the coaches. And your my son, and it's just, oh my gosh, you know, I, I don't, I see it at the other tournaments, but for whatever reason, the wrestling seems to be overboard with that. It's it's a little it's a little sad to see, but not, passionate, it's, right? it's not everybody. It's I, I I might be making big deal out of maybe one or two people, but those one or two people were much louder, right? And made it a point to be heard. Yeah, I, I went to a big like I guess it was high school um, tournament thing up in Madison, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they have like the eight schools or whatever you know all all schools join up in Madison, big tournament, 
tournament. It's a little have like, you know, like six or seven things going on at once. Right, right. Kind of thing. So you got to sit in your your team section, you know. And uh, I'm sitting there watching. I'd never really been to one of those, you know. And I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, my God. I wish some of these kids would, like, you know, start working the people or something. Right. Like, <laughs> like, if only, if they could finish. Why and won't this guy sell? Yeah, I'm like, this, is, this would be so much more fun. And as soon as I said that, it was, like, towards the end of the end of the tournament, and this one kid, it was so awesome. He was a smaller guy, and he uh, he puts, he gets this guy, and he pins him, right? And the guy, like, slaps pin, and uh, the kid stands up, and he's like, one of these. <laughs> and the whole place erupted, and I was like, that's what I'm talking about. I was like, sign that kid up for camp. Right. So I'm like, oh, man, these kids got to work the crowd more. So he'll be debuting next week. <laughs> I don't think it would hurt if they cut promos before they go out either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little entrance I think, music. You know, what was was really odd is that uh, Marshall is they bow on the mats every time they go on. Mm-hmm. So it was funny to see Mar- and, and a lot of handshakes <laughs> from Phyllis. So it was funny that you know the other kids are out there and Marshall bows. Oh, that's great! And to go onto the mat and everybody immediately, everybody's like, "What's that kid?" You know, like, "What's he doing?" Right. And it was you could hear the <laughs> and the you, other kids like. Oh shit! <laughs> today, today in Marshall's uh. today in Marshall's tournament, one of the his uh, one of his Ooh. second pancreation fights, his second cage mm-hmm. fight, the kid was on the opposing team, and we were sitting. We got, me and Sebastian got bad. You know, we got there late, so we had some seats. So we were sitting pretty much with the other team. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I remember the kid came running over. He goes, "I know who that kid is." And like, well, he's like, that kid kicked my ass. <laughs> like, years, he's like, he said, that's a, and immediately, and you could just hear it spread through there. You know, it, it's a, there's a little bit of a stigma in the wrestling because the wrestlers just want, they want to beat him so bad. I and, and until he learns the rules, he's probably going to lose yeah. to some people who, any other, you know, like it, wrestler, it, it's, it's like I said, he, he has to not do a lot of things that his, his body already just naturally does on its own. It's got to be hard not to throw like a uh, throwing like, bows. Yeah, it, throw he some, throw some, you, you throw look some over. The ki- other kids are all moving around, and then you look over and you see Marshall is shadow boxing, throwing kicks, throwing <laughs> knees, and warming up. Like, and, and just everybody stops and goes, "What's going on over there?" He knows he can't hit right. <laughs> he, he knows. He's just, just psyching him out. He, I told him. I, I, Here, here's th- what you should do. We threw a little pro wrestling in there. We did it. Have him in the corner shadow boxing because they'll all know. Like, while he's warming up, have him wear a belt, <laughs> like a martial arts belt. And then have him doing that stuff and just really psyching the people out. So then when he gets into wrestle, you know they're going to be nervous. So when he's down like this, just have him go. <laughs> and just keep flinching like he's going to punch at him. You want some of me, brother? <laughs> <laughs> what you going to do? I, I told him, I, I promised him that it would be not until after his third match that I won't start making signs. <laughs> Sweep the legs, Marshall. Sweep the legs, right? <laughs> we were going to start a yes channel. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> That'd yeah, be just, great. <laughs> just to do it, just because the, the the people there wouldn't know what the heck is going on. They might, they might get into it. They might not. But I just thought, like the big guy likes this. Yeah, <laughs> it gets them going. It's different. It's a different crowd. That's for sure. The but team Getch signs. That's it. We were, we, that's what I think would be funny. Getch three sixteen. Have a little merch stand. <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, I, I've been shown pictures of your uh, vehicle a handful of times. Which one? Your van. The new one or the old one? I don't know. The brown one? 
brownie? It might have been. I just knew it was a van. And I've had multiple people come up to me and be like, you got to see this. And they'll show me a picture of your back window where it says Open Mic Podcast oh, on yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think I, seriously, I think that was, like, that was your first batch of stickers. And yeah, I it got was. That, that and the shirt. And I took that right out and took pictures with people as soon as I had that. I still have that shirt. I still wear it to the wrestling shows. One of those. Classics. Yeah. It's a classic. It's vintage now. Yeah, that's a collector's you, item. You won't be finding that at Goodwill. Oh, man. Um, I got to, Bob, I'm going to unplug your mic for a minute. Go right ahead. Um, Tell me uh, real quick, like so, so when the boys do uh, MMA tournaments, mm-hmm. now, do they have like for kids like MMA? Do they have uh, weight classes, or is it by age? Or it, it depends on the it depends on the tournament. But yeah, they they will go skill level. If if it's um if it's an IBJJF like a, like a international tournament type deal where they use a, a standard set of rules, they'll go by your belt ranking, so skill level, mm. your weight, and then your age as well. They, they try to do the best they can to get even matchups. It's not like, you know, yeah. just any – you're, you're a 300-pound white belt, get in there with the 20-pound, you know. It's not like that. They try their best. But to, they normally have to fight up? They, they normally do. They usually go they, – they can't go any higher in their – they can't they're, – they're as high as you can go as far as, as where they – compete skill wise advanced there is no for children there is nothing beyond that there is just weights and generally some some of the the coaches and what they take it dead serious but i i look at it as i i've paid a lot of money and i've probably driven a couple hundred miles to get wherever we're at uh, i'm not gonna i'm not going home without something you know right. what i mean the kids something the, the kids want to at least do we want to compete at least the boys enjoy that aspect of it so usually we'll somebody's we'll, getting tapped off. Somebody's getting yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Somebody's walking out of here. But it's it's not really like that. It's just you want everybody to get a chance and and the boys are respectable enough to understand that, you know, they would rather go up and fight compete against somebody who's more of a challenge than to take something they could easily take. Yeah. They would rather it, it it's better to lose and not have gained the bigger prize. Than to have took the one you could have very easily took, and it's oh, it's sure. a good quality that that their instructors instilled in them, you know, over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's it's not about winning and losing. It's you know it is and it isn't. It's more about competition and and trying your best. They like that part. So generally, Marshall will go up. I mean, he'll go he'll go against guys that drove there. Mm. So he's he's comfortable like that. Sebastian always. Has a he's a very skilled guy, but he's only seventy five pounds, so he doesn't. There's not too many kids his age, his skill level. So he usually has to go up, and it, and at those formative years like that, the difference between an eleven year old and a twelve year old or a thirteen year old is is huge. I mean, oh, yeah, for sure. It it could just overnight. It, there's a whole another year there of experience, and you try and keep it as fair as possible. It's not about, it's not UFC, right? You know, it's not like that. Yeah, what are the, like the basic rules? I, I assume no headshots. Well, if if the boys are doing a um, a jujitsu tournament, it's it's basically no slams, no fish mm-hmm. hooking, no leg locks. None of the children can do leg locks. There's there's some that have a modified like straight lock, but it's they don't they don't want anything debilitating. Mm-hmm. No neck cranks, so that you can't like just grab a guy's neck and try and pop it off. Uh, things like that. They have a set of rules that are are pretty, but 
when it comes to jujitsu, it's pretty much fair game. I mm-hmm. mean, there's not too much. Uh, if they compete in in the youth pancration, uh, that's a bit more of a that's a more of a dangerous animal. But generally, they only have one fight in a tournament. They they could have up to six matches or or more, ten in Lou's case. Yeah. Um, but in a pancration matchup, it's one person. You're training for one. You usually know who that guy is, or you have an idea, and uh, it's just one guy. So then, it's pretty much what you see in the UFC, except no head, nothing above the neck, so no neck strikes, mm-hmm. no head strikes, and then uh, none of the down stuff. You, you know, they can they can pound, ground and pound, and but no knees and no kicks to a to a to a grounded opponent. But basically, it's as close to the real thing as you can get. Some of these, some of these kids are, you know, extremely good yeah. at what they do already. Hmm. It's going to be interesting to see now that MMA is so big, especially with kids, what comes up as far as like what the UFC is going to be in like ten years. I think uh, I think you're starting to see as as a fan of it from the beginning. I mean, you everybody remembers when it was ninjutsu versus bar brawler versus yeah, you know like the one wrestler with, like the one boxing glove on. You know, they they kind of gimmicks back then. <laughs> they did. They they had and then they brought in notable names, people you had always kind of wondered. Yeah. And and really, the first couple of UFCs were really just glorified infomercials. They were just selling you the Gracie jujitsu yeah. pack. Nobody knew what that was yet, and Boys. everybody knows him. You know what I mean? Every mm-hmm. he's not maybe not quite. Jordan or Hogan, but everybody knows Hoist Gracie and what he what he did. Now you watch it, and you're seeing guys who have been training maybe wrestling or something, and then they've come well-rounded at everything. But now, eventually, and there's a new wave of fighters coming in who have trained MMA from the start, and that means they, that they have all ways as a way, as opposed to like being a tremendous wrestler who thought, all right, now I'm going to learn how to punch, you know, yeah. or now I'm going to get, learn how to get hit. These guys are, these guys are coming up because I don't know how much more you can really invent as far as fighting goes. I think you see a lot of times uh, a certain style will make its way back into the octagon. Taekwondo will come back or, or wrestling or, or, you know, Sambo. Street fighter. Street fighters never seem to come back anymore. <laughs> no. I, I wish they would do that. You know, speaking of that, speaking of the one thing that drives me crazy, not really crazy, but kind of turns me off from the UFC right now is all the fighters coming up, it, you, can't, you can't differentiate from mm-hmm. them. They're all like the same cookie cutter, I train, 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 you know, blah, blah. There's not a lot of characters, but the, when there are characters, like your uh, Chael Sonnen, who was never really that good, but everybody knew him and everybody enjoyed because he was a character, and now, there's, a fight. now there's the guy from Ireland, what the... Uh, McGregor, Colin Con- 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 Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor, from he's the pretty Con- entertaining. McGregor. And yeah, how fun is he fight. to watch? He yeah. can sell a fight. Did I you mean, see his even last if he one? loses, I'm watching. Yeah, where he jumped the cage and got in dude's face afterward. <laughs> he's was, really good though too. He's he's not just talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, he seems like at least I don't. I've only seen him fight the one guy, but he had that Anderson Silva kind of thing to him, where he was like just felt like he was playing the whole time. I don't know that he's lost. He's not lost yet. He he's had a, a significant injury. Yeah. And he came back, and he's been on a tear. Uh, depending on who you talk to, his, the level of competition that he's fought so far is is maybe not the upper echelon. That's what I've been hearing, yeah. But the fight he has now is... He's got a championship fight, doesn't he? And he's got maybe the most storied champion of them all. I mean, this, he's if he does 
that his last fight, I wasn't impressed because he did what I thought he was going to do. Yeah. I thought he was going to dominate the old man. Uh, but in this next fight, he has to do what nobody thinks he can do, and that's beat a real legitimate champion. If he does it, his stock's going to soar. Right. But where do you go from there, you know? That's why I was kind of disappointed when they said he had a championship match next. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you, gotta, you can't just blow that storyline right away. You've got to stretch it out a little bit. I'm, He's got to work on his mic skills a little bit, too, because uh, he had a couple jokes at the end after that fight. His timing was a little off. And his, and his, ac- his accent <laughs> is good, thick. But, you know yeah. what I mean? So he, words get jumbled there. But he's got uh, the difference, you know, difference in, in MMA and those guys is, is that they're, they just can't sustain a career like that. You couldn't just no. take the beatings that they, that they take. You see these guys all the time just – uh, punch drunk out of it. You know what I mean? They can't. So you can't knock him for wanting to get to the top of the heap as soon as possible. He, he and get it be, while you can. Yeah. It's like the guy coming out of high school, you know, and and wanting to go right to the pros. Why wait? You know, if I can get the money now, I'm living in the ghetto. I want out now. Why not give it a shot? I don't know if Conor McGregor's living hard or anything like that, but no. I know a year ago, nobody knew who this cat was. And here he is now on the cover. You know, he's on the cover of magazine. Got he's his on the suit side on. of the bus. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's a spiffy dresser. Pick yeah. the fight. Pick the fight with Seamus on the Twitter. <laughs> uh, you know, and pick oh, the really? fight. Yeah, he said, I, he's, oh, whatever it was. They, he just he, Seamus he, called him a bleacher. Yeah, they, they were. It was weird. They put. Uh, I don't know why, for the life of me, why these UFC fighters don't contact Roman Reigns about that Superman punch. Because oh. <laughs> he puts those people down with that thing. Fine, I mean, nobody it. gets up from that. It's it's funny. You know what's funny about it is, is as I, I meet a lot of MMA guys and I meet a lot of wrestlers. Yeah. And I've all the wrestlers always ask about MMA, and all the MMA guys always ask about wrestling. Yeah. They 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 will say what they say, but they all know. Oh, they I have a funny story bit of it. about wrestling. Ooh. We're watching Raw or something, me and my daughter. I've been over this with her a hundred times, and I can't believe she said this again. But we're watching it, and Kane takes Daniel Bryan and throws him up against the ropes, and he falls down, and he's playing like he's hurt, you know. And she goes, that didn't even look like it hurt. I'm like, well, they're not really hurting each other. (laughs) She's like, they're not? I'm like, no. And she gets all quiet for a minute, and all of a sudden she goes, but Andy got hurt that one time, didn't he? I'm like, he probably did. I don't know. But, <laughs> but it was like I told her Santa Claus wasn't real. She was right? really disappointed. You realize you had made the big faux pas. Yeah, I'm I mean, like, oh, I should have kept my mouth shut. Except the wrestling matches, like, she was terrified of the Strangler. Oh. And then uh, who's the Voodoo, Voodoo McQueen? or uh, <coughs> Mojo. Mojo McQueen. So I'm she's terrified. Of and I kept telling her, I'm, I'm like. Is your arm, is your, how's your arm, yeah, by the way? Did you ever, <laughs> that's right. You were part that of that. I can just rotate my shoulder finally. So. It's been a while. Well, I try to tell her, I'm like, these guys, I'm like, it's a character they play. So we go to talk to Mojo afterwards. This is actually pretty classic. And I'm like, look, he's a nice guy. Shake his hand. And she shakes his hand, and he's like, how are you? And she's like, good. And he goes, I'll see you in your dreams. (laughs) 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 You asshole. (laughs) And and he did. (laughs) My kids meet a lot of guys, you know what I mean? And, And it's funny you mentioned the Strangler because he's... Even even now, we only have to mention the Strangler, and my youngest just. <laughs> but but at one of the shows, he the Strangler literally literally made him you know pee his pants terrified of, of him. 
But after the show, he's cleaned up. And, and if, you, if you, you, know, you know the guy, after the show, you might not know. No, no. In fact, I, Allie's terrified of him. We walked by him backstage like afterwards, and uh, she has no clue that that's him. My, my youngest just came up, gave, you know, he's like, hey, come here, give me a hug. And gives him a hug. And, and he's going, you don't see the strangler around anywhere. And he's in the arms of the strangler asking him, you know, the strangler's not back there anymore. And he's like, you want me to go see? So then he, like, he ducks behind the door, and then he goes into, here we go, kid. You know, and he starts coming from behind. His eyes light up. And then he kind of like starts to come out, and then he reaches a hand. You know what I mean? And my kid literally—it <laughs> was an improv. Great. It was great, but at the time, my kid didn't know the difference. You know what oh, I mean? Geez. He That's was. God, oh, man, I miss that guy. Just a great, great guy for working the crowd. Just the way he did his stuff was so much fun. Oh yeah, and then he was—he he had the classic wrestling thing, like the Stone Cold or the Rock type deal, where he was trying and trying to be a bad guy, but it just the crowd didn't wouldn't let him. No. He's a good guy. Sorry about it. <laughs> oh, it, it, it. He was a gray guy. You yeah. know what I mean? He just he, he could go either way. But I I love that aspect about him. That was one of those cases where the fans just weren't going to let it go. They didn't matter what he was going to do, what he was going to do, no matter what. Oh, yeah, definitely. But the fans loved it. Loved every, they bought every every bit of, of uh, the Strangler, Diego Corleone. Just a cool, cool dude. Yeah, he was. All right, let's take a break. Done. I'm going to play a Chris Shaw thing here from Nina. I have not pre-screened this, so Ooh, if right. there's swear words in it, I apologize. Okay, sure. Actually, I don't care, but uh, we'll be back. Uh, when we come back, we're going to play America's favorite game show, Naw Hell Naw. Oh, no. Sweet. We, we have played this. We have celebrity. Nobody uh, got time for that. Celebrity judge, Bob, Daddy-O, Keith, and you're going to decide who wins. I will. And it'll be... It's going to be a matchup between Andy and uh, Getch for it can no. Be only one. Hell no. Oh, man. All right. All right. We'll be back in six minutes. Hell yeah! I feel gangster tonight. I want you guys to get nervous, grab your purses, run to Gilligan's, and nothing stupid like that. Because I'm not gang affiliated. But gangster is one of the latest expressions in the streets. And I thought I'd let you guys know about it. But first, let me tell you why I feel gangster tonight. I didn't think I was going to make it here this week. Not because it's Thanksgiving, but times are tough. I've been using this shit to get me by lately. MapQuest, you guys ever used MapQuest before? <laughs> I hate MapQuest. It's like the best friend you have in the world that tells you all the wrong damn answers. <laughs> I ain't a psychic or nothing like that, but I know one thing. I'm like every guy in this room here tonight. My biggest problem is, I don't like to stop me directions. <laughs> and that's my only fault that I know of. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Shit, I get lost everywhere I go. I tried to call my friend Rich up that's on the DJ booth to get directions Wednesday. He tried to give them to me, and I didn't quite understand them. I said, look, Rich, cut the shit. And that's what my redneck friends told me to say when we mean business. Cut the shit! <laughs> Just let me know how I went too far. He's a real nice guy. I think he likes me a little bit. He was like, all right, Mr. Articulate, I'll make a real simple for you. 
When you see a bunch of rednecks and pickup trucks and smashed up beer cans standing next to a sign that says, Welcome to Nashville, you done went too damn far. <laughs> you guys got lost too? <laughs> That's why I have a website called fuckmapquest.com. Thank you. Check out these pants I got on everybody. <laughs> That was quick as hell, wasn't it? <laughs> my son Chris calls these jeans my Chuck Norris's because he said they kick ass. <laughs> and I believe him because he just turned seven. <laughs> I picked these up at the Goodwill store four months ago in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. 50% off. Yeah, $2. <laughs> That's a door buster. I ran the damn door. I didn't give a shit about tax. Tax and kiss my white ass. I know. I shouldn't talk like that. But that's how I sound when I get excited about having new clothes. I probably should try them off when I got back to the hotel. The front desk clerk told me that they were low-rise jeans. I didn't notice, but only women supposed to wear low-rise jeans. But there's an upside because you don't have to pull on your pants to wipe your ass. <laughs> Definite time saver. Did you guys have a happy Thanksgiving here in the Wisconsin area? Right at home, man. Did you guys get any fights around the table? <laughs> Stab somebody with a fork. That's my turkey leg! <laughs> we ain't bought potatoes. <laughs> It's called family time. <laughs> you gotta have time, man, where you get around your family and actually realize how much you hate and stuff. So, <laughs> it reminds you not to do that shit until like a year from then. then <laughs> Christmas, I'm sure we all agree, Christmas is a little bit different, right? That's the giving spirit. We love to make children happy during Christmas. It's kind of commercial, but we still participate anyway. Fellas, guess what? I figured the ladies out a little bit. Ladies love holidays. They can feel like they've been appreciated. Makes them feel warm and fuzzy inside. They love holidays like Mother's Day and Valentine's Day. Yeah, I understand that, but I also understand they have a Valentine's Day for guys. They got one, but they don't advertise them much. It's called Steak and Blowjob Day. It's March 14th. <laughs> now, if you never heard this, you're welcome to Google it when you get home, right? If you look up fuckmapquest.com, I appreciate those hits. But if you put some garlic mashed potatoes on the side, guess what? Still not my favorite holiday. Hell no. My favorite holiday is the last year. It's Halloween. I know, man. I love Halloween. Me and my girlfriend, we took first place in a costume contest. We won $500 cash money in this big-ass trophy, which is now the Goodwill store. <laughs> I hate contests because they always set up. The people you think want to win won't even come close. And somebody told me the Halloween contest isn't even about the costume, right? It's about getting into character and making people believe that that's who you are. So that's exactly what we did. And I went as a caveman. <laughs> I know what you made me thinking. I ain't go as a Geico caveman, no stupid shit like that. Because <laughs> I'm creative. I went to public schools. <laughs> I went as the original caveman, Captain Caveman. That's right, my girlfriend, she was a cave woman. So we got in the character 
and I drug it up by hair and I beat it with a stick in front of everybody. <laughs> and that's how you win $500 at a costume contest. Booba booba. just said 20 seconds and I didn't listen to myself so you listen to the match game for a minute I think it should work fine. Is that link you're going to send, Andy? Is that something we wait till after America's favorite game show? Yes. Okay. Well, welcome back, everybody. That was Chris Shaw. He was uh, live from Nina Menasha, not Ford. Every time I hear Nina Menasha, I want to think of Nina Menasha Ford, which was a commercial I used to hear on the Rock and Wapple WAPL. Uh, Nina Menasha Ford is huge, big dealership down there, apparently. It's like everywhere. Yeah. It's a big deal. There he is. Ooh. He's back. You're just in time for America's favorite game show. Nah, hell no. Hell no. Get the uh, music started here. <laughs> now, we played this one other time back at the old studio. And I think... Andy, did you win that one? I think I did. Was that in the basement? It was in the basement. In the basement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> it's time for Nah, Hell, Nah. Okay, here's how it works. I read I read a statement, and you answer, Nah or Hell, Nah. It's one answer. Round one. Uh, we'll flip to go first. Andy, you won the flip. All right. <laughs> I go. Hi. You ready for this? You got your flow? Hit me up tight, me. All right, here we go. My boo dumped out his drink, but it was the last drink. My boo dumped out his drink, but it was the last drink. Andy, what do you say? Oh, hell no. Catch over to you. My boo dumped out his drink, but it was his last drink. No or hell no? No. All right. right. (laughs) Good first round. (laughs) Celebrity Judge Bob Keith, Daddy O, are you uh, keeping track? You have to use Getch's mic. And uh, what was I? uh, Was I keeping track for like uh, inflection? Uh, (laughs) Uh, You're you're scoring this, so just make sure you're you're writing down the scores. I believe the score's tied. Okay. Well, here we go. Round two of No Hell No. Andy, you're up. All right. ISIS be cutting players' heads off and putting their blood in the ocean. ISIS be cutting players' heads off and putting their blood in the ocean. Oh, motherfucker. Hell no. (laughs) Getch, over to you. ISIS be cutting players' heads off and putting their blood in the ocean. Oh, hell no. (laughs) 
That was round two. Celebrity judge, Daddy-O, what do you think? Oh, it's tough, but uh, it's really close, so I think I have to give it to Andy. Ooh, Andy's oh, Andy's got this round. Wow. Oh. Andy's up. Oh. <laughs> we only have two rounds left. Andy, you ready? Let's go. Take a deep breath. All right, round three. Cindy Crawford poses buck-ass naked with no airbrushing. Cindy Crawford poses buck-ass naked with no airbrushing. I mean, first instinct, I'd be have to be like, nah. But then, but then I'd be like, take a peek. <laughs> <laughs> We're going on that one. All right, over to Getch. Cindy Crawford poses buck-ass naked without no airbrushing. Again. No. No. Oh, hell. Celebrity judge, Daddy O, Bob Keith, what do you say? Uh, yeah, Andy went off the reservation. We're going to have to give it to catch. Oh, this oh, oh, my God, that's a tie game. Oh. This takes us to round four, the fourth and final round. So I want everybody to think hard. Concentrate on this one, Andy. Might want to wet your whistle. Hang on, B-Rabbit going to throw up quick. <laughs> mom, mom, spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. All right, this one is emotionally charged. This one's gonna hit home, I think, for everybody. Everybody in the room. Final round of Nah, Hell Nah. Here it is, Andy. I think we all had it with back hating on Kanye. I think we all had it with back hating on Kanye. Kanye a bitch. Hell no. Oh, no. Oh, that's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Over to Getch. This is is for the championship. I mean, first it was Taylor, then Beck, right? Word. Why do white women hate him so much? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Getch drops the mic. That's a bomb. That's a bomb right there. Let's go over to our judges. Celebrity judge, Bob, Daddy O'Keefe. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to nullify the Russian judges uh, weigh in on that. <laughs> the, uh, even though Andy gave me that chair, uh, that captain chair, we're going to have to go with Gatcha. Oh! Woo! Andy has been dethroned. Oh, man. Uh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Wow, another great version of Nah, Hell No. That's a walk off for Getch right there. Oh, man. Let's just soak in the music for a little bit. Uh, uh. West Side. Hold on. It's actually what it's. Check it out in the picture. That's what it is. <laughs> Woo! Bet they're not having no nah, hell no nah, on any of the other shows on Janesville Community Radio. None. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Wow, wowza. Not to my knowledge. That was great. I, I've never won anything before. We gotta get a no nah, hell no nah trophy. A little something. Maybe a patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a take your pick of the three black patches up there by the <laughs> By the why, uh, speaker. Why the patch has got to be black, Daddy-O. <laughs> oh, they hell, black? Hell no! Maybe I want a white patch. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, that was fantastic. That was better than I hoped. We got to start doing that a little more often. I was sitting at home actually because Daddy was late getting here today. That's why we did no hell no. Yeah. I was just sitting there. I'm like, I should write something. I missed that game. Yeah, it's it was, a good time. It was isn't fun. It? See, Col- I think Colton was kind of itching to play no hell yeah, no. Yeah, Colton's getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> he was thinking of his responses. <laughs> our, studio, our studio audience. Yeah, our studio, our live studio audience. Oh, that was intense. You'd like tickets. We should have done that before the break. Now we need to wind down a little bit. Oh, man. Yeah, we don't have church pews here. We actually have uh, reclining sofas here in the studio. Yeah, that's it's a futon if you want to kick that some bitch yeah. out and take a nap or something. Uh, you might need to brush the, <laughs> the, uh, the uh, stripper sparkle off there, but it doesn't bother Get a hose off the stripper's tank. I was eating crackers on there earlier, too. Thought somebody spelled tang. <laughs> <laughs> Do they make that still? I don't know. For astronauts, I'm sure. Otherwise, they'll thirst to death. Thirst to death. Andy, you sent me a link. What, uh, what is this here? I don't know. Just play it. It's All right. <laughs> it's hilarious. Let everybody see, though, in, in the studio. Okay, let me get it to the point where I can do that. Somebody uh, pointed out to me uh, this week, and they were like, you haven't showed Chad that video yet? And I'm like, oh, I guess I kind of forgot about it. He said, hell no. i got to open it in a different thing here. It's a YouTube video. And I can't get the damn thing to open right now. Oh, here we go. Okay, uh, cancel. <laughs> Copy. I'm good with technology. X. Here we go, Bob. I'm going to paste this and go. <laughs> See how long we'd be quiet. Welcome to the quiet show. Oh, here we go. That would be dead air. We don't want. It's weird with you having that uh, light off. All of a sudden, I feel like. Is it playing? Oh, let me put that back on. Oh, yeah, here. It's going to be in a second. No, no, you can leave it off. It's nice. It feels nice. A little more comfortable than off, I think. Okay, here it is. Uh, I have a bad feeling about this. You're going to love it. Shoot. What happened? Oh, it's just loading. That's fine. Mm. It just jammed up. Oh, hell no. Thought we were at Mojo for a second. (laughs) <laughs> Way back, back into time When the only people that existed were troglodytes Cave men Cave women Neanderthal Troglodytes ah, I can look at Let's take the average caveman A little person. <laughs> little person listening to a record player with four, uh, 45 uh, RPM. Headphones and a cigar. Just like a caveman. <laughs> this is the first three books of Scientology right here. Right? This, this is, I'm not an expert, but this is how it works, right? I think so. Troglodytes. Oh, oh, come on. 
That's that's mini Ron Hubbard. <laughs> that's little Ron Hubbard. Little Ron. <laughs> uh, little Ronnie. Little Ron. Let's see here. That's what the L's for. Hey, look in the mirror. Little Ron <laughs> Dude, it's worth it. That is really bizarre. He's in his cave and he's got one piece of furniture and it's a mirror. Several people got up one morning and made that. Talking about the old person? Or? This, the video, they just got up and said, That's, today's agenda, that. We'll need a mirror and a record player. Stage one. Making black and white. All right, here we go. We got a little bit more. Oh. I need me a little person, and not one of the ones with the sag card. That's the old Gilligan's Island set. What? Where did you find this? Let it load for a little bit longer here. But He's chasing some chick in the water that looks like Marianne from Gil- Gilligan's Island. Yeah, it's really bizarre. He's like in a caveman outfit with a cigar and just... Those are some sweet mutton chops. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, those are prime. All right, let's see what else we got. I loved him on Game of Thrones. <laughs> he was fantastic. Whoa! Hey, hey, Whoa! Goody Google. We might have found a new intro. Alright, so this looks like the chick from the BC comic strip. <laughs> yeah, it does. Matilda the Hunt. Oh, it's Bertha. And I want the butt sisters dancing with the little fella. <laughs> we get sued for using this for an intro. I don't think so. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. That's a good point. Clarification, she said, I'll sock <laughs> it to you. He got a job. So, where'd you find this? It's on YouTube. It's called something Jimmy Carter or something like that. It's on YouTube. Yeah, man. How did you stumble? I mean, what did you spell wrong to get that? <laughs> <laughs> No, somebody told me about it. Somebody was like, oh, you ever seen uh, Bertha Butt and the Butt Sisters? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, and they're like, go out and find it. There's more of this? No, this is the only one I've ever seen. Thank Yeah. It's funny. There's a reason. That's it. We'll post it on the wall. Yeah. yeah you made sure you cleared your history after that, right? <laughs> no, it's still in there so I can find it again. Now, that looks like... 
Troglodyte, 1974, the Jimmy Castor Bunch. Yeah, we can use that. Troglodyte, 70, yeah, they're all dead. (laughs) (laughs) Retrodan at gmail.com. Huh, I'm going to download that right now. (laughs) It's like a car wreck. You feel bad, but you still look. Oh, yeah. I just want to watch it again. I just don't quite understand... I guess I'm not supposed to. <laughs> I mean, if you don't see the video, it sounds like the start of uh, Leaving the Beaver or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does kind of, doesn't it? Way back, back at the time. Gee, Wally. <laughs> Jeez, Dad's sore and Mom on account of she cheated on him. I just saw Dad hitting Mom in the head with a stick. <laughs> What do you think's going on there, Beef? Gee, gee, Wall. Dad said Mom would have dinner ready if she knew it was good for her. (laughs) And you just get a little baby record player. It's like a Fisher Price. (laughs) Doing a hand jive. I like going to story. The song tells a story. He's got the old coil uh, cord going to his headphones. <laughs> now, who's going to claim this genre? I don't know. Yeah, what is this? Jazz was invented here. Maybe this is a... Uh... What genre is this? Did you watch that Foo Fighters thing on HBO? They're talking about... Some music out of Washington, D.C. Nah, I'll think of it. It's kind of like this where it's real heavy bass and uh, drums. Go-go music. Not like the go-go dancer. I mean, I'm, just, I'm not sure where to put this in the, in this, in the spectrum of Pandora, you know? Where would you fit this in? I think under awesome. Awesome. Come here. She didn't run away. <laughs> I don't think she could. She got up. She was a big woman. All eight foot ten of her. I like that. She got up. She was a big woman. Her name was Bertha. Bertha Butt. She's one of the Butt sisters. <laughs> Drunk one night and said, You know, I'm gonna make a movie. These white folks buy anything. Watch this. I'll suck it to you, daddy. We're worried about getting sued. They stole it. That's that's actually a a song they're playing off of there. That was the Bertha Butt song from the early 1970s. You get some good bass in your speakers there, Bob. I can feel it. I'm gonna turn up a little. I like the guy doing this. There they go, happily ever after. (laughs) (laughs) Disproving there's some someone for everyone. Right. You can't make that shit up. (laughs) 
I listen to all you prize fighters who don't want to meet defeat. Listen to all you prize fighters who don't want to meet defeat. Take a tip from me, the of you Lewis is Now he won all his fights. 23 or 4 and left 20 of his opponents lying on the floor they all tried to win but the task was too hard when he laid that hound bone up against that board listen all you prize fighters don't play him too cheap if he lands with either hand he'll sure put you to sleep Fighter, I bet on him. He knows just what to do. I'm talking to you. Now he packs that might in his left. He carries a plunging right. Either one will make you groggy or as high as a kite. He charges on his opponent from the beginning of the gong. He batters them into submission, then they all sing a song. I bet on the brown bumper, for he knows his stuff. And lays it on his opponent until he get enough. Now he's a natural born fighter who likes to fight them all. The bigger they come, he says, the harder they fall. That terrific left, boys, is all he needs. But that six ain't right, come with lightning speed. Listen, all you prize fighters, don't play him too cheap. Take a tip from me, the off Joe Lewis is beat.